Today I'm talking about Nexus, the exoskeleton of Scrum. What is it and why is it needed? First of all, if you have a situation where you've got multiple Scrum teams working together, you might be in a situation where you can manage perfectly fine without any scaling frame. And that's uh, your privilege. You can decide to have seven teams working together and you come up with your own way for how those teams work together. Most favored frameworks would be LESS, Large Scale Scrum and Nexus. And I did a comparison of the two frameworks back in late 2017 on the Scrum.org blog. And I probably need to do an update of that because the Nexus guide has been updated as a result of the change to the 2020 Scrum guide. So I like talking about cake a lot because I just, I guess I like eating cake and I find it easy to explain teams using cake as well. I talk about layer of cake teams. You might have teams that do individual things. If it's software, for example, it might be backend, middleware, frontend. If it's marketing, you might have packaging, communications, brand awareness, and so on. So you can have different teams that specialize in different things. That's okay. Scrum allows you to do that. It doesn't say you can't do that. And most of the teams that I interact with are what I call layer of cake teams. They deliver a layer of the cake, but they don't deliver a slice of cake that's cutting through all of those layers. So slice of cake team would essentially be what they call unless uh, a feature team, although the expression feature team is... Uh, often misunderstood as feature factory, which is not the intention. And looking back, maybe it's not a great name because we're really looking for outcomes and sometimes we're running experiments, so we're not necessarily delivering features. So I like to talk about teams in terms of cake. Layer of cake teams are slice of cake teams. If you have slice of cake teams, your life is easier. Each team individually can deliver a slice of cake. There will be some situations where there's some intricacies where a number of teams need to work together but it and the less framework is designed to deal with slice of cake teams when you have say three teams or above you might need something that helps teams to synchronize to work together most of the teams that i come across are layer of cake teams and when you have layer of cake teams essentially you have lots of dependencies when you have lots of dependencies, there tends to be a lot of energy to try and minimize dependencies if you have layer of cake teams. Cake teams are okay with dependencies. They kind of smash them together and we work together to resolve them at the same time. With layer of cake teams, we tend to have asynchronous dependencies. So one item has to happen before another item has to happen before another item. And that creates a whole chain and adds to complication or adds to waiting time as well from a cycle time point of view, how long is something taking? When you have more dependencies, you have more waiting time. So Nexus is designed to help layer of cake teams 
minimize their dependencies, deal with the dependencies, and deliver a slice of cake at the end of a Scrum sprint. In my view, if you have layer of cake teams and you don't have something like Nexus, what will essentially happen is each team will come up with its own layer of cake. They'll have their own separate sprint view that stakeholders won't be interested in because they're just looking at layers and not looking at the slice that is interesting for the stakeholders. And if only one team fails to deliver, we end up with this horrible situation where teams go out of whack and uh, we don't get our slice of cake and it's just a mess, really is a mess. And Nexus was created by a number of people in scrum.org, including Rich Hunthausen, I believe, Steve Porker, a number of other people, Ken Schwaber was involved himself, I believe as well. And they published it in July, 2015. And it was so simple that I used it immediately. And I had two Nexus Plus case studies since then. There's a thing called a Nexus of a Nexus, where you have more than one Nexus all integrated together as well. But let me explain a basic Nexus. How does it work? Some people say, isn't it just like Scrum of Scrums? And I would say, no, Scrum of Scrums is different. My experience of Scrum of Scrums has not been so positive, where essentially you maybe have each team out of a daily Scrum and they might escalate some issues to the powers that be, basically, Scrum masters, managers who have to solve problems. And they escalate those problems in the hope that those issues will be resolved. Some issues can be resolved within teams, and some issues need some higher order level of power to, to make things happen. Scrum and Scrums could be about dependencies. It could be about impediments. It could be some people misunderstand it as an update. And it was the original pattern that people talked about, including Ken Schreiber himself, so that teams could figure out how they were going to deliver together. My last Scrum of Scrums meeting was in 2011, 10 years ago. And the reason was as follows. So we had a very effective Scrum of Scrums session. I was able to get the right stakeholders at the session so that we could resolve impediments and depended on where we were. Sometimes it was about trying to figure out dependencies together and so on. Some dependencies that we discovered when we started the work, for example. And it was really effective, but I discovered something. People were waiting six hours because I decided to have a scrum of scrums at the end of the day. I don't want to be interrupting their morning with, they just had all their own daily scrums and having another scrum of scrum session mid morning, they'd get nothing done. So I said, at the end of the day, we'll have our scrum of scrum session. And people were waiting six hours, they didn't do anything, uh, they, they, but because they, they knew if they brought it to my attention and other uh, senior stakeholders were there, that we would just get the issues resolved very quickly. And so it was a victim of its own success. And essentially what we wanted was for teams to resolve things on their own and self-manage and deal with things during the day, but they became almost slave to the Scrum of Scrum. So that, I stopped doing it. You could say, well, maybe I could have had the Scrum of Scrums mid-morning and just dealt with the consequences of that. But I decided I was sufficiently unimpressed by, for example, people turning up and different people are expecting different things. And some people are expecting a status update and all these kind of misunderstandings. And also I noticed some teams were having scrum scrums where the scrum masters just turned up. And in scrum.org and less and Nexus, the scrum master is not a coordinator. It's not a coordinating role. There are other patterns where that's the case, but not with scrum.org, not with less, not with Nexus. And then who should turn up and all this kind of thing. It was just a mess. So why do I like Nexus? Number one, each event has a purpose. So there is Nexus Sprint Planning. 
in Nexus Sprint Planning, representatives of uh, the teams get together with the product owner and the Scrum Master, and they talk about what kind of goal could we strive for in this sprint. And then they try to figure out what items might help to deliver towards that Nexus Sprint goal. And then each team can go off and do their own planning. Sometimes a team will say, representative put their hand up and say, oh, I'll do this item. And someone else says, I'll do that item. And they go back to the teams that are planning. They find out it's actually too complicated and they have to actually come back and do more. And that's okay. We can get this, just get that resolved through normal conversation. The assumption there is that you'll have a team, kind of a virtual team, that's representing each uh, team. And in Nexus, it's called the Nexus Integration Team, but they don't do integration. It's a struggle to explain sometimes. They're almost like a coaching team or a nudging team, if you like, almost like the virtual Scrum Master for the entire Nexus. A Nexus would be perhaps three to nine teams. I don't see a use for a scaling framework for two teams, which you could do that, but say three teams and above, but maybe up to nine teams or whenever it gets painful, basically. So on the Nexus integration team, you'll have the product owner, because there's only one product owner for Nexus, and there's one product backlog for all the teams. And we'll probably have a representative R2 from each team. Although over time, what could happen is you might end up seeing that maybe four people can represent nine teams, because we just get better at talking to each other and so on. But say, let's say at the start, Let's say there's one representative from each team. That representative would typically not be the Scrum Master, would be one of the developers. And the constitution, as in the membership of the Nexus integration team, would change depending on what's going on. In other words, where's the heat in terms of dependencies? What heat are we having? Do, do we need a lot of packaging work done at the moment? Or we need to, we need systems to help on the Nexus integration team to create a bit of runway so that all the teams don't get stuck and we, we can get that packaging work done. Or if it's some software, maybe we need some key UX people to do some research and, and design some experiments or some prototypes. And maybe we're a bit light on some teams with that. And so the Nexus integration team could, could not so much organize, but could uh, nudge the Nexus forward. In order to minimize dependencies, there's a couple of tactics that the Nexus integration team can use. One of them is quite simple. You just reorder the product backlog. But it becomes a bit of a nonsense after a while. There's only so much reordering the product backlog you can do. And when it gets to the stage where you've reordered, you've reordered the backlog and now you're actually doing all the dependencies first and that's fine. But if you're getting to the stage where you're not actually delivering value, all the valuable stuff is at the bottom of the backlog instead of the top have a problem then. So the Nexus integration team members would be nudging, they'd be talking amongst themselves and they'd probably be nudging people on the scrum teams, Mary or Joe, whoever it is, Mary, team B keeps asking for you all the time. Do you not think it's time for you to either move on to the Nexus integration team or maybe just move to team B because it seems like they want you all the time. And actually some of the work that you're doing, uh, they seems like a better home for you. And so you, we wouldn't tell Mary or Joe, we nudge them a little bit. It's just, and so what I say to people is a Nexus integration team, what they do is they minimize dependencies by reordering the backlog, by also by nudging teams to reorganize. And so you end up with slice of cake teams through the back door over a number of months. Slowly, everyone can see that dependencies are a complete nonsense. And we see for ourselves, no one's forced, oh, you will be in a slice of cake team. But the, they, they can see, oh, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And they realize it themselves and say, okay, I'll, I'll go over there or whatever. And so don't get me wrong to invitation over imposition, but you tell people to see the flaws with the, the structure of the teams. 
so that maybe uh, we can be responsible and accountable for, for the work and get the work done and have autonomy to get work done without depending on too many other people. So next spread planning, purpose is planning. The Nexus Daily Scrum deals exactly with the problem that I had with Scrum and Scrums. Now, maybe I could have done this with Scrum and Scrums as well, but what they do is the Nexus integration team members will, will they'll get together and they talk about what issues are going on across the Nexus because maybe Team F is having some problems and maybe they need someone from Team A for today or something or they need some help or they need to do some mobbing together or some swarming or pairing or whatever. And so maybe I can talk to my team that actually, you know, Team F needs some help. And after the Nexus Daily Scrum, I go to the Daily Scrum for my team. And one of my peers would go to the Daily Scrum of Team F. And they would understand that, yes, uh, we're trying to organize someone to help people in, in Team F. So there's no delay. And all this delay, immediately, straight away, the teams are helping each other out. So the Daily Scrum, what are we in the Nexus integration team? They need to be looking at the Nexus Sprint Goal or how we're progressing towards the Nexus Sprint Goal. Remember, just like in a normal Sprint Goal, where not everything in the Sprint has to be towards the Sprint Goal, same with the Nexus uh, Spring Goal. Not every uh, item, product backlog item being delivered in the Nexus needs to be necessarily towards the, the Nexus uh, Spring Goal. Then you've got the, uh, the Sprint Review, and each team on the Nexus will not have their own Sprint Review because it's a nonsense. Why would you? Why, the, why would you want to look at a layer of cake? You want to look at the slice of cake. So there's one combined Sprint Review. How beautiful is that? You've got the stakeholders turning up. They're actually interested. They're engaged. Uh, because they're looking at a slice of cake. So even though we are structured as layer of cake teams, the nexus helps us to deliver a slice of cake and for stakeholders to give feedback. And so that's the genius of nexus. Then you've got the nexus sprint retrospective, where maybe well, it's a bit more flexible now in the 2021 update to the, the nexus uh, guide. But essentially, uh, you could do a hamburger type retrospective. That's my favorite design, but you don't have to. You could use open space. You could use whatever format you want. And maybe the members of the Nexus integration say, well, okay, well, the issue's going on across the Nexus then. So maybe that can be fed in as a theme to maybe discuss, but each team would have their own retrospective then. They talk about whatever they want. They have the full psychological safety because they're talking to people within their own scrum team. And then maybe the third part the, of the hamburger, the bottom part of it, if you like, what are we going to do in the next sprint? But you don't have to do that in the 2021 update to the Nexus guide. It's actually quite open in terms of how you deal with those improvements. And so for me, Nexus Sprint Planning has a purpose. Everyone knows what they're doing. Nexus Daily Scrum, then the, the Sprint Review for the entire Nexus, and then the, the retrospective of the entire Nexus. The other thing that I like as well in the 2021 update is the reference to cross-team refinement. Product backlog refinement is optional in Scrum. It's highly recommended, I would say, in the 2020 update of the Scrum Guide. When you have multiple teams working together, you're asking for chaos if you're not doing a product backlog refinement. And so what I love about Less and what I love about Nexus is they have this idea of refinement across multiple teams. In Less, they call it multi-team refinement. In Nexus, it's cross-team refinement. So the teams will work together to reorder the backlog, to understand the work more, to figure out maybe Team F might be taking that on. And we won't decide out the sprint planning but of the relevant sprint, but we will have some bit of look ahead to make sense of what's going on. There's a lovely guide for cross-team refinement as well. Uh, if you just uh, search for it, it'll come up, cross-team refinement in Nexus, a beautiful way of uh, displaying dependencies. 
where imagine you've got a, a role for each team, team A, team B, team C, and so on. And then you've got columns for the sprints, so the, the current sprint plus one plus one, sprint plus two. Don't get me wrong, we're not predicting what we'll do in sprint plus one and sprint plus two. We're just saying rough order, what, what needs to be done, what, trying to line up our ducks a little bit, if you like. We don't think everything will change during the sprint, but we're trying to have what's in front of us and what do we need to do in order to prevent teams from getting blocked, basically. So teams can make progress, so there's less waiting time. So we deliver a slice of cake so we can actually get some feedback from the market about whether we're on the right track and do wonderful things. Now, one thing I just wanted to uh, make you aware of is that the Nexus is designed for Scrum, but my first case study in August uh, 2015 uh, was for teams that weren't uh, necessarily using Scrum. So I had some teams using Lean Startup, some using Kanban, some using Scrum, but we used the sprint as a way of getting us all aligned together. So we all worked on the sprint. Uh, every team had dailies. I think any decent agile team would have dailies anyway, but teams had the uh, flexibility to use whatever approach was relevant uh, for their type of work. And we, the, 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 what we had in common was the, the one does the sprint start, one does the sprint end. What are we trying to achieve in the sprint as well? And I just need to clarify one thing because that's a key distinction between less and Nexus as well, that less every team has the same sprint length. We all start at the same time. We all finish at the same time. We probably do our events at the same time. We do our uh, refinement at the same time. Why? Because it's silly when one of my colleagues wants to talk to me, but I can't talk to her because I'm in my sprint planning meeting. She's not in hers. So if we're all going to do our events, let's do them at the same time so we're available for each other when we need to be available for each other. Nexus gives you more flexibility. So if you had, for example, a four-week sprint for the entire Nexus, you could have some teams spinning around inside there with one or two-week sprints. Some teams spinning really fast with one-week sprints, some doing two-week sprints, and some doing four-week sprints. And so they don't all have to have the same sprint length. They don't have the same start, same end. It just needs to multiply and tie up at the start of the, the longest sprint and the, at the end of the, of the longest sprint. You could also do one week sprints and three week sprints. You just need to multiply, if that makes sense. So Nexus is the most simple scaling framework. It's also a descaling framework, helps you to simplify. There's a white paper on Scrum Studio as well that you should uh, look into, which helps you to create an environment where people can really do agile really well, almost like in a little bubble, but not so vulnerable as a bubble where you're growing an area, growing a satellite, growing where people are working a different way. So look at that. Nexus Plus is like Nexus of a Nexus. So if in Nexus we have, uh, I'm oversimplifying now, but if we have, say, a representative from each team on the Nexus integration team, then in the Nexus Plus, you would have a representative from each Nexus on the Nexus Plus integration team. And so same pattern again, you would have uh, Nexus Sprint, Nexus Plus Planning, Nexus Plus Steady Scrum. You would have, you'd still have a sprint review within each Nexus, but you'd have an overall uh, sprint review across the Nexus Plus. And again, you'd have a Nexus Plus from sprint retrospective. I actually have done it. I've done it twice. I've got two case studies. If you just uh, search my name and Nexus and case studies should pop up. So that's uh, what I want to talk about today. Nexus, the most simple, it can be used almost in any level of consciousness in an organization you can also use it to stay sane in a safe environment if you've got a an agile release train and maybe people aren't doing safe as well as it says in the book and so on you could use nexus within that agile release train you'd probably outperform the other release trains so uh, bear that in, bear that in mind okay a couple of comments let me just have a quick so i'm trying to pronounce the name so it's temi tope i think uh, hi thank you very much for uh, 
talking. Mehdi has a question. What's the main difference between uh, Nexus and Less? I did a whole blog post on that, Mehdi, and there's a lot. There's actually, there's a lot, but there are also a lot of differences. And my blog post is from November 2017. Maybe I'll do another session on that because that might take 10 or 15 minutes in itself. But very briefly, Nexus is flexible enough to allow you to, to basically to scale or descale with layer of cake teams. Less would be more demanding and expecting you to have slice of cake for it to work really well. For example, in less, the product backlog is still prioritized. It's not ordered like it is in the scrum guide, because when you have slice of cake teams, the order and priorities should be pretty much the same. Uh, I'm oversimplifying now, but you, you don't end up having to put things up higher because of dependencies and stuff so much as you would have if you had layer of cake teams. That'd be a key difference. The Scrum Master is a full-time role in, that's not really prescribed in Nexus or Scrum, but in, in less, the Scrum Master full-time role. And uh, speaking unofficially, I would say the Scrum Masters would be fairly decent Scrum Masters as well. A lot of organizations call these more senior people Agile coaches, but I often crack this joke that what's the difference between a Scrum Master and an Agile coach, and it's 200 currency a day, whatever your currency is. Because uh, really good Scrum Masters should be working at the organizational level anyway, but there's an expectation in less that Scrum Masters would be working at the organization, as there isn't, to be fair, at Scrum.org as well, and at Nexus, but it's really emphasized very strongly. Also, manager is an optional role in uh, LESS. It's implied uh, in the Nexus book, if you read the Nexus book that supports it. Uh, and just to boil it all back down for you, Mehdi, because uh, I don't really have enough time on this episode to talk about the answer fully, but one of the things I asked Basfada to do, one of the co-creators of LESS, is to just to put a little comment on my blog post when I when I compared and contrasted Less and Nexus back in 2017. And what he said was, and I'm paraphrasing now, Brad, so forgive me for if I say this wrong, essentially that Nexus is Less's little brother. Now, some people out there might think that's an insult, but that actually was major progress because uh, prior to that, there was a kind of a misunderstanding that the Nexus integration team is, is, has coordinating Scrum Masters, coordinating the teams can't self-manage. That's not the case. And so it's a pity that the Nexus integration team is called the Nexus integration team, but we're, we're stuck with that now. Eddie, thank you very much. Best of luck with your Scrum School launch as well. Looking forward to seeing that uh, come here. So I've got another question here from Eric uh, Laramie. So why aren't we seeing much traction with Nexus like SAFE? Honestly, Eric, I think there is a lot of traction with Nexus. Uh, a lot of people are using it. It's so easy. We do have training courses, Scale Professional, Professional Scrum, really good training course, very good training course. But it's really simple. You can read the guide and implement it straight away. It's very light. And for that reason, it's simple. So people just get on with it and they just do it. And so there are a lot of case studies. If you go on to scrum.org and look at the, some of the resource pages, there are actually a lot of Nexus case studies. But yeah, I guess there could be more. Maybe it's because, I don't know, maybe it's less commercial or something like that. We don't tell, tell people that you need to train everybody and all this kind of stuff. So you can just get on with it. And then when you need more help, you can get more. Just a quick answer, Eric, but I don't understand why is it not more popular. For me, it's simple. It works in any culture. It's just a genius pattern i don't understand mystifies me as well eric but i think more popular than maybe than we realize so timmy Tope came back and says um thanks john i love the slice of mirror cake analogy thank you i find it easy unless i am also a, a less friendly scrum trainer and there's a certified less basics one day workshop and we're supposed to spend some time talking about component teams versus feature teams but what i found was number one 
feature team is misunderstood in, in all sorts of ways. For example, is it a feature factory, which is not the intention uh, behind the whole feature. Feature team doesn't, the name of it is, it, it suggests that we're just delivering features and we're not experimenting or we're not going through the true curves and Wizard of Oz, Oz experiments and stuff like that. And I think feature team is the wrong name. It's the wrong label. And also there are lots of teams not in software. Thank you very much. I've been working in non-software known for nearly four years, even though I was originally a software developer and trying to learn software again. But yeah, I find the cake analogy kind of works. Metaphors break down as you, but thank you for uh, appreciating that. I appreciate your comment. Thank you. And I got one more comment here. Last, last chance to submit more questions. What are the factors militating against the popularity or use of Nexus? Honestly, I don't think there are any. It's so easy. I did it in August 2015 without any help from anybody. Uh, there weren't even blog posts out there at that stage. There were, obviously, you have what the information is on Scrum that are good. I just did it. It was, it was so easy. It just made so much sense. Um, I cannot see why you would not want to use it other than you just want to make things more complicated because uh, you like making things complicated, maybe. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of, Idris. Some people want more. And one of the things I'd say that less and Nexus do is that they want less. We want to descale. We want to simplify. We want to hit the delete button on things. We want to be making things more complicated. We already have loads of complication in our organization. Start stripping stuff away slowly. But some people aren't ready for that. And they want something more built out. And yeah, I think that's an error of judgment. But anyway, that's, I think that's what's going on, Idris. I hope that answers your question. Thank you very much for your engagement today. Really appreciate it. This is a topic that seemed to resonate with you. Mehdi, I'd be very happy to uh, run another session where I talk about the difference, the main differences between Nexus and Less. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, and have a lovely rest of your day. Got a question for us? Leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash daily flow forward slash message and we'll feature it as well as provide you with an answer.